You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas. Building a network to connect 40 million people to the Internet. Cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a sinkhole swallowed eight priceless sports cars. Review the Leica CL by Michael Kalor. Word of a new Leica camera leaked earlier this year. The only info one could gather from the photo blogs was that this new shooter was a compact camera that accepted L-mount lenses, and that its codename was Clooney. Well, match the iconic Leica brand with a name like Clooney, and you could bet good money the thing was going to be handsome. And, well, here it is, the Leica CL. And, yes, it's very dapper. It's a compact rangefinder-style camera with a built-in viewfinder, a touchscreen with customizable menus and innovative manual controls. It has the same 24-megapixel APS-C sensor and Maestro 2 image processor as the Leica TL2 that came out this summer. It works with any of Leica's L-mount lenses, so if you have a TL or a TL2, you can swap lenses with this new camera. Along with the new camera comes a new member of the lens family, an 18mm prime. It joins the other Leica L lenses, three zooms and three primes, and it works across every camera in the L line. Search for the Leica CL on the web and you might get confused. This is actually the second CL from the German company. Back in the 1970s, Leica and Minolta teamed up to make a 35mm film camera called the CL. But this new CL isn't a throwback to its 70s namesake. It's actually closer to the Leica X2, the fixed-lens mirrorless compact the company released in 2012. If you like the size and construction of the X2, but you prefer the versatility of interchangeable lenses, then the CL is a fine choice. Typical for Leica, it's expensive. The body alone costs $2,795, but it offers a wide range of capabilities, excellent ergonomics, and an undeniable sense of pure cool. 
The Leica CL is a gorgeous little box. The top and bottom panels are black anodized aluminum, and sandwiched between them is a magnesium body wrapped in black fine grain leather. On the top of the body is a control array made up of two thumb wheels, each with a button in the center. The functions of each wheel change based on your shooting mode. If you're in aperture priority mode, for example, the right wheel controls the aperture, so you can flip through the f-stops with your thumb, and the left controls exposure compensation. If you're in shutter priority mode, the left wheel controls the shutter speed, and the right adjusts exposure compensation. The buttons inside the dials change functions too. In the default setting, the left button lets you select your scene mode, and the right button sets your ISO. But you can assign other functions to the right button, like exposure bracketing, white balance, and file format for switching between RAW and JPG. Unless you shoot in one mode all the time, it's difficult to develop the muscle memory necessary to make adjustments quickly. I found myself looking at the screen constantly during my first few days with the camera to check which button or thumb wheel controlled which function in whatever mode I was using. However, at least one of the controls can be programmed to adjust the most common parameters in just about every shooting mode. And like most cameras, the CL really gets comfortable when you set it up how you like it and then just leave it. For those times when you're experimenting, Leica has made it easy to check your settings at a glance. Between the two thumb dials is a teeny monochrome LCD that shows your shooting mode, aperture, shutter speed, ISO, and exposure compensation. This is especially helpful when you're shooting in manual mode. Also, when you walk into a dim room, the little screen automatically illuminates just enough to read it. Perfect for taking pictures at concerts. After a few days, I settled into aperture priority mode with auto ISO. I built a custom menu that let me easily swap between film types—vivid, natural, or black and white—and switch between low, medium, and high continuous drive speeds. I tested Leica's TL2 earlier this year, and while I loved the simplicity of shooting on a touchscreen-based camera with minimal controls, I missed having a viewfinder. So I was overjoyed to shoot with the CL, which has an excellent electronic viewfinder with an eye sensor that flips the screen off and the EVF on when you bring the camera up to your eye. The back of the body is dominated by the three-inch screen with touch and gesture controls. The menu is similar to the one you'll find on the TL models, and you can custom build your own menus that give you quick access to your favorite settings. Next to the big screen, there are just three buttons and a D-pad. Simple. But there's a funny thing about having an EVF. I basically ignored the touchscreen unless I was digging through the menus or reviewing my photos. Tapping to set focus or exposure is helpful when shooting in auto mode, but the experience of shooting through the viewfinder was so nice I quickly forgot about the rear display. Still, it's a welcome convenience to be able to fall back on taps, pinches, and swipes. The camera Leica loaned me for evaluation was paired with the new 18mm f2.8 lens, priced at $1,295. 
The super pancake is a squat piece of metal and glass that sticks out an inch or so from the camera's body, adding only a minimal amount of bulk, and it's the perfect stealth lens. The 18mm focal length is equivalent to a 27mm on this sensor, which is just about the same as the focal length of an average smartphone camera. It's a killer portrait lens when you shoot wide open, and you can still get excellent detail in landscapes and in action shots. The image quality I got with this combo of 18mm lens and the CL's sensor is just astounding. If it faltered, it was only in very low light, where f2.8 isn't enough to let in all the photons you need. However, the glass elements in this lens are so small and lightweight, the autofocus speed ends up being blazing fast, so it's a fair trade-off. I'm always torn when it comes to recommending a Leica. I mean, sure, you should definitely buy one if you want the best shooting feel you can get in a compact camera. Also, the emotional pull of the brand's pedigree is undeniable. Carrying a Leica is like holding the history of modern photography in your hands. But god damn, are these things expensive. You can get the setup I tested as a kit for $3,795. That's enough to buy a Fujifilm X100F, a Sony A6300, and a Lumix GX8, plus a couple of lenses. All excellent compacts with fast autofocus, customizable settings, and great EVFs on board. But if you must have a Leica, then you must have a Leica, and I can certainly recommend the Leica CL. It's a versatile tool that gives you professional quality results. If you drop the money on it, you will not be disappointed. Just try not to think about your house payments. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how a sinkhole opened up under the National Corvette Museum, right now. Betty called me at six in the morning. She thought it was a fire. It was worse. A sinkhole opened up under our museum. Eight priceless Corvettes had plunged into it. Chubb was there within hours. They helped make sure it was safe. We had everyone we needed to get our museum back up and running. And we opened the next day. Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.